This is Higher Ed Heroes with Dr. Sebastian Kempf and Dr. Alistair Stark. Welcome to Higher Ed Heroes. My name is Seb. And my name's Al. This podcast is about transformative moments in the classroom. We believe these moments, when we bring classrooms to life, can often be achieved by making small changes that are easy to adopt. And that's our focus. Small things communicated in simple ways by great teachers who know that these practices make a difference to their students. The idea is that you listen to those great teachers, reflect on their practices, and maybe think about whether it might work for your own students. And because we know our listeners are time poor and very busy, because we're all in higher education, we want to communicate these small lessons in a jargon-free way, which is why we have our teaching jargon buzzer. No! Welcome back, buzzer. No! <laughs> we hit this when we hear those buzzwords that might be more at home in teaching committees or faculty meetings. So, Seb, shall we introduce this week's guest? Let's do it. Karen Selberg is with us this week. She's a lecturer in the University of Queensland School of Historical and Philosophical Inquiry, which has the best acronym in the university. Absolutely. Happy. And we're all happy to have Karen here. She's the winner of multiple faculty teaching awards here at the University of Queensland, someone who I know is excellent in terms of programme design, and more importantly, someone who I've seen in the classroom having a strong commitment to student experience. Hi, Karen. Today we're going to talk about videos, aren't we? Something which we all actually use in our teaching. But Karen, I think it's fair to say you use video quite extensively in your courses. And we're going to talk about a specific video assessment this week, which is called the Me in a Minute Video Assessment. Karen, can you tell us a little bit about that? This assessment is part of the Advanced Humanities Programme at the University of Queensland. And in this program, we teach our students, among other things, to use the skills that they've learned in their various humanities disciplines in the future workplace. The Me in a Minute video is part of our attempt to help them prepare for a life after university. They have to find a way to tell the story of who they are, but they only have one minute to do it. So they have to keep it short and succinct and they have to learn how to tell their story from a number of different perspectives. What I mean by that when I say perspectives is that they they need to learn how to tell their story through their poise, through their voice, through the surroundings uh, that they include in the video, through the way they dress and through the way they speak to the camera, as well as, of course, the actual story they're telling about themselves. We're also emphasising the need to pick and choose what you actually give us. Obviously, in one minute, you can't tell the story of your life. You need to choose the things that you feel matter to you in the particular setting that you're you're speaking in. And uh, you need to tell the story you want to tell. You need to angle it in a way that makes it sound compelling and interesting and makes you sound like a really interesting person. The students give you a minute of video and then you sit down to assess it. And what specific criteria are you looking for in the video? 
we're looking for a strong story, a compelling story and a coherent story. I mean, we're looking for a way of narrating yourself that make you seem really cool <laughs> really and really impressive because it is about making a good impression. It's, um, we're, we're trying to teach them to present themselves in a good way. For, for future job interviews and other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we assess the details they choose to include and also the details they choose not to include. We get them to write a little reflection along with it about the choices they make. And then we assess the way they move between different aspects uh, within their storytelling. Mm-hmm. The main focus is about storytelling. Mm-hmm. How do students respond when you introduce this assessment and you say you've got a minute to sell yourself, you're going to be assessed on it. What's their initial reaction? They hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. They find it really terrifying and they really hate me for it for about two <laughs> weeks. But then after they've done it, most of them come back and say, oh my God, this was one of the most useful exercises I've done. And how do you get them then to do well in that? So you tell them, okay, it's a minute, minute sounds short but in fact it probably is very long do you do you guide them along in that process over those couple of weeks until they submit the final version of that and and how do you how do you intervene to kind of help them on that way I give them a lot of time in class to work on the videos and I also get them to record little draft video and then do peer assessment. So they watch each other's videos and give each other advice on what works and what doesn't work. And usually when you see someone else's video, it becomes a lot clearer uh, what's needed. I also, obviously, I have oversight of that process as well. So I give them some advice myself. But in most cases, their peers actually give them really, really excellent advice. I wonder about those students who might have never done that before. I mean, a lot lot of students are quite familiar, surprisingly familiar with that kind of editing software. They've used it before, but those who have never touched the medium of video or film before, like, uh, how do they get up to speed? We actually, we start doing the little, uh, the little test video, the draft video, just on their phones. In some cases, there are some students who, who end up submitting a video that's just taken on your phone without any editing at all. And they've actually done really well with that. It all depends on what you actually manage to include in that short little video clip. I also do give them some video editing classes to access, uh, some, some online video editing classes. Some of them do. Some of them take the opportunity to learn how to do that. I would say about half of them nev- never use any video editing for these videos. And actually, the videos turn out great. When it's just a minute, you you can do quite a lot just speaking to the camera. And as long as you've got a good setting, you've you've thought about what you're wearing and how you're how you're carrying yourself and the angle of the video, sometimes it works really well. And we talk about those things in class, you know, how you should speak to the camera, what things matter in the background and all of those things. So you have a introduction and then you peer review and then you get them to reflect and then how do you assess it? Is it written feedback or how do you do that? You know, it would be interesting to have some video feedback, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) We give primarily written feedback on it, some verbal feedback as well. I I tend to to check in with most of them Mm. to make sure that they 
got something out of this exercise. And I also make sure to clarify for them exactly what this exercise is supposed to teach them mm-hmm. and the kind of assessments that I will give them further down the line that will build on this exercise as well. Because I do have the same, in my program, I have the same students for for the full four years. Mm-hmm. So I can follow their progress over the years. Mm-hmm. In terms of investments and the actual process If someone's out there thinking, "Hmm, I would quite like to do me in a minute, what's the investment cost? Is it a lot of work? What do they need to think about in terms of how to make it happen? One thing I will say is give plenty of time for the students to work on it in the classroom. You can't just expect them to go off and do something like this. And also offer them as much support as you can. And before you do it, make sure that you sit down and do it with me in a minute yourself so that you know the difficulties uh, you might face when you're doing an exercise like this. I'd like to come back to something you said earlier. You said make sure that students understand what it is that they're supposed to learn through that exercise. What are you telling them? What I am trying to, to show them is how important the stories we tell about ourselves and about our reality actually are and how how multifaceted those stories can be. I've seen two people with exactly the same experience come into an, uh, to a room and, and, and tell me about their past uh, educational or work experience and one person will sound completely different from, from another. It's about being able to, to tell your story in a way that actually captures your audience and it actually makes them feel like, oh, I understand who this person is and I like them. And I think that's that's not something you just have. Uh, it's something you can learn to do. There's techniques that you can learn to, to develop a really, really good uh, kind of uh, way of presenting yourself. So you must get a range of presentations. So you must have the student who steps up and is very professional and very on point and very uh, work-orientated. And then you must get the the goofballs who want to have fun and then you must get people who have nerves you must have all different types of videos do you see this range of variety in what the students do absolutely we've had some really funny ones uh quite a few of them actually uh, uh include some humor i i very much appreciate it's always fun to mark those videos i had one student once who told it in the form of kind of a spy narrative a spy story wow. <laughs> which was amazing especially because she wanted to she wants to go into defense so wow. it was uh, it's a really funny one and it was very well very well done uh, i had one student once who had three costume changes <laughs> And three changes of settings as well. So he moved from a classroom setting to a dentist surgery in scrubs and to a kind of a professional office setting in a suit. It was quite funny as well. The only thing there is obviously when you get that many changes, uh, you you end up focusing a bit too much maybe on the actual costumes and the actual surroundings and you don't hear the story as much. I mean, the thing I remember the most from that one is the changes. Mm. Uh, you do get some people who are quite nervous. I do tell them that they need to kind of speak their strengths. They need to communicate their their abilities and strengths and some of them will do that by saying I'm good at this the better stories I guess the more the more compelling stories are the ones where you get students maybe showing 
showing me their strengths through their narrative rather than just telling us what's mm. happening. But it sounds like fun, like watching all those videos as a class where you have costume changes and such like, sounds like a, a really fun experience. And mm. I find like, it's obviously on, on what you make your students do, but doing something with video in my courses, my students feel that it gives them a very different way of expressing themselves and quite often they find it a welcome change from the mundane usual types of assessments that they have whilst others find it too burdensome and too challenging. Mm. Must be similar for you. Eh? Absolutely. Some people do find this kind of stressful, having to learn something new, having to learn a new way of, of expressing yourselves, as you're saying. Another thing to be aware of when you set this assignment is that we, it will take them a little bit longer than uh, kind of a written piece of the same length. And it will also take you a bit longer marking it. It takes me about twice as long as, uh, as an, a, an ordinary written assignment. Tell us a little bit about that journey that you take students on across different courses then as you build on their experience, they do the me in a minute, and then in other courses or at other points, they do other videos with you, don't they? Does it get a little bit more sophisticated? Tell us a bit about the journey that students go on with you. Yeah, so actually the me in a minute video is usually not the first video they've done with me either. I set video stories as part of their assessments in every single one of my courses. So initially they get to just do a video on an issue in the humanities that they're particularly passionate about. So this video comes as their second video. After this video, they have a few other kind of employability exercises. So the next one coming up after this is a, an interview. They go and interview someone either with, within the university, either like someone in the faculty, or an industry professional that they kind of look up to. They interview them about their career journey and then they have to write a little feature story about it. And the, the best out of those feature stories get published on the university website. And then uh, in their final course with me, they get to do a mock job interview. We actually just finished doing them with my cohort this year and they found it absolutely terrifying, but it was really great. So you put them through the ropes of sitting through an interview and they're the uh, person applying for the job. Exactly. And mm. we so we've made up a mock uh, graduate position and then we have a panel of four people who grill them <laughs> for 15 minutes they usually come out of it absolutely exhausted and then we tell them you know in a real one it might take a, a full hour or more <laughs> wow mm. it's challenging for students to be exposed to these different angles but all around video controlling their own video but then someone controlling the video and always having to look back like I know in my head I look and sound like Sean Connery until I see a video of myself <laughs> and then it's not at all Sean Connery like it must be very challenging for students to do that repeatedly and I wonder like it's interesting that you do it through the format of video throughout these different courses across those four years why that particular format what do you see is the kind of purchasing power that you that by applying it that you know helps the students you know what, that's a really good question. I always really love video myself. I, I think video is really interesting be 
because of what Al was saying earlier, the multifaceted narrative that you can convey through this medium, the fact that you're, you can speak through your body and you can speak through your movement. You get the space to, to play with all of these different perspectives. I think it's a, it's a useful medium, partly, well, especially in the humanities, where traditionally we have very little of that kind of multifaceted storytelling. I also think it's really useful for the students to actually learn to look at themselves and to, to look at themselves and think critically about what they're doing. It's something I, I had singing lessons throughout my childhood and my singing teacher kept filming me and I had to sit through these really painful videos of me singing and pick out the things I was doing wrong. I keep telling them about that because that's kind of what I want them to do, to, to look at themselves and to think critically about themselves. It's like another dimension of the self-reflective uh, essay that we ask students to do, but it's another dimension of that, which is probably more effective. Actually, next year for the job interviews, we're uh, planning to bring in the camera and film them while they're doing it and then make them watch it afterwards as well. Mm. We told them that we were going to do that and they were all saying, oh my God, no, please. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm impressed most with with our conversation so far is we've got through all these minutes without hitting the buzzer. And what we're actually talking about is work-integrated learning. No, no, no! But what we're actually doing is showing how it can be really interesting and exciting and different to do work-integrated learning. Last time, no! But in a way that students actually appreciate, enjoy and benefit from. Karen, it's been absolutely terrific working with the medium of video for the benefit of your students to learn, but also to learn for what comes after University Live. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. If you're tuning in and you enjoyed what you heard, you can contact us through our various platforms and social media. Thanks for joining us, and we very much look forward to your company again. Thank you.